Previously on PMR Diaries. And while this project was initially founded by us three, Cheryl took a step back to take care of her personal life since August, while Brian focused on his local projects in Cebu. Looking back and listening to this conversation, it makes me think of how important it is to build a solid team who you know you can go to battles with, to work with and dream with people who won't give up on you, even when the journey gets difficult and uncomfortable. Since November of last year, I led and ran Podcast Mate all on my own. I've been blessed to have wildly talented teammates who gives me the confidence that this dream is worth fighting for. So I keep fighting. I took you to a flashback episode that my co-founders and I recorded together, but ended up not publishing it. After we all three took different paths, I decided to publish it instead to give you some context of how the podcast mate story started. This time, it's all about my journey as a solo entrepreneur and the bold moves I took to make this work. You're listening to PMR Diaries, a serialized narrative about a solo founder's journey, my journey on entrepreneurship, and the highs and lows that come along with it. This is Nash Maiwala, founder of PodcastMate. Let's get back to where we left off. challenging for me now that Cheryl is away. I'm going to have to play her role holding the company together while while I play my own role and trying to look for clients and partnership strategies doing marketing campaigns uh, so you don't know um, where to begin or how to run this uh, this is this is not my strength I had a lot of challenges at that time Cheryl stepped away from the team, so I had to take over her role handling operations and client management. That's not easy for me. Too much details overwhelm me. And Cheryl's role handles an awful lot of details. I handle marketing, business development, and client acquisition in PodcastMate, where my main job is to draw up ideas, come up with strategies, and talk to people so they will do business with us. I felt stuck. It was hard. I didn't know what to do. When we started, I was very clear that I want to stick to 
what I do best, what I feel like doing, but also I guess, I don't know, sometimes things just happen that you do not expect at all, and you're thrust into a situation where you have to either evolve or die, so I don't know. I guess I'm gonna have to evolve. I guess this is what entrepreneurship means. I guess this is it. At the time, I was working for Podcastmate full time, so my income was also on the line. There were days when all I would do is lose myself in books I purchased on Kindle. I couldn't get myself to work at my best. I didn't know where to start. I didn't know where to start my problem solving. It was a point in my life where I've never been before. I have no idea. I don't know how to handle this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to handle this anyway. I think the past few days have just been kind of like escaping. I bought this book, um, The Rise of Superman. It's about full state because my other business is about chasing full state. So I've been like comforting myself with that book and trying to like psych myself up to perform at my best. But still, I can't help but, you know, like feel the effect of, um, I don't know, being put in a situation where I'm actually not equipped to um, perform. It's like being a swimmer forced to run. Or being a rock climber forced to surf. Because there is no other choice. So let's see. I'm gonna have to like kind of evolve. How do I do that? I don't know. I'm gonna throw myself in all the books that I have currently. Well, honestly, I don't really know how to, I, I really don't want to master, like, um, operations and all these things and automations that Cheryl set up for the company. So, I guess, I mean, I have to change a lot of the things that we did before and do it my way. Because what's the point? Like, she's not here anymore. And I can't, like, replicate what she's doing. She's really good at, like, all this automation and stuff, but I'm not good at that. So I'm going to have to change and do it manually, use spreadsheets for now, and hire people so that I can focus on landing more business, getting more clients, and actually putting our name out there. It's like, I guess I just don't have time to, you know, like, sulk. Um, of course I'm sad, but I can't, like, allow myself to be wallowed in the sadness. When we initially started, though, I was a consultant for two full-time clients. After two months, I decided to go all in on podcast mates. So this project has to work. Failure is not an option for me. I had to make it work. I also couldn't imagine doing something else anymore. I had to see this through to completion. 
whatever completion meant to me at that time. What should I do? My solution was to start looking for someone who can perform the task I'm not great at. My first thought was to ask my friend, Venice, if she knows someone who's looking for a side gig. I knew she was the best person to ask because she knows how I think, and she already has an idea of the kind of person I like to work with. Venice asked if I already had a job posting so that she can share it with her circle. I didn't. So I drew up one on that same afternoon and wrote about the character and qualities of this perfect person I'm looking for. Honestly, deep inside, I had a feeling this person may not exist. I'm looking for someone too perfect. This person would be hard to find. Man, I was wrong. The next day, I got an email from Cheryl. Her CV didn't impress me at all, but I had a good feeling about her. Because Venice already told me things about her, so I wanted to find out more. So I hired this girl, Cheryl. Um, we had a Zoom meeting earlier, and. She's a friend of Venice. This was so random. I was I just asked her if she knows someone um, who might be looking for a side gig, kind of like looking for a virtual assistant, someone who can help me handling in handling operations. So I met with Cheryl. We had a Zoom meeting, and I don't know. I think there's something about her. Um, her CV doesn't say anything much, just like her experience and stuff, but it doesn't really sell her, you know? She could do a lot better putting her, packaging herself together. So I asked her for like more of her social profiles or what she's doing, what other things she's doing. And that's how I was able to put it together. Um, so let's see. I'll discuss this with Brian, and it's not something immediate, but I think it, she's going to be a game changer once she gets on board. It'll help me a lot, like, take off some stuff off my plate so I can focus on marketing and be inspired again. This is Cheryl. Cheryl. This is Cheryl. I can do that again. This is Cheryl, the head of podcast me. No, no, no. <laughs> this is Cheryl. <laughs> Let's do that again. <laughs> this is Cheryl, the head of operations for podcast me started as a virtual assistant or like I applied for that position but I didn't realize what 
the responsibilities were when I started. So after a while, Nash decided that I would be heading the operations and creatives. And currently, I am the head of operations and accounts. So working with PodcastMate, it allowed me to make bold moves and test boundaries in my creativity. And before joining the team, though, I thought that I just excelled in Google Sheets, business communication, management, and, you know, the corporate life, the corporate setting. But once I joined the team, I realized that I could do more than that, that I could create stunning pieces of digital artwork and manage projects at the same time. So for this year, I decided to test myself even more. This year... I will be stunning, stunning in the sense that materials that I produce will even shock myself to be stunning and stellar in every project that I do, be it a professional project or a passion project, putting my best foot forward and bringing the best version of myself to the table. Yeah, so that's it. I'm just going to be stunning for this year. (laughs) And... Yeah, take note of that. So, Cheryl, what made you decide to work with PodcastMate? It got me interested because you were looking for someone to join the A-team, but not just any A-team. It was more into the creative aspect. Like, you wanted to find that missing piece in your puzzle. So... I looked into the company, I did my research, and I found out that you were producing podcasts for like um, entrepreneurs also and for CEOs. But what struck me was that the company wasn't too... Like you gave so much freedom to your employees, I guess. But initially, what really struck me the most was actually I wanted to do podcasting. So what do you feel now, like from when you started and to where you are now? From the time that I started, I think it's like from zero to, I guess, an eight now. So I didn't really have any knowledge in the technical, the production aspect. All I knew was that going into this field or like in this company, I knew that I was about to organize things. Make things easier for you. <laughs> and then boom, Cheryl, do you need do you know anything about Canva? Um, I don't ha- I don't have Canva, but I can do it. So I was like willing to learn everything and I still am. Every day is a new experience for me. I'm very curious when you got into Podcast Made, like what was your expectations initially and if you compare your expectations to what you're actually doing now i'm curious like is it positive or how is it or like i mean we can't really say completely positive or completely negative or was it equal to your expectation or i i don't know i'm just curious like what you think what your experience is it's very different from what i expected like it's not really that far it's just that it went beyond my expectations because I was just thinking you were actually hiring a virtual assistant right and yeah so that's what the initial yeah that was idea. the initial idea <laughs> and I was like okay maybe I can do that like uh, manage a few hours um, working with podcast mate and then just you know organize stuff um, maybe Nash will just tell me what you do or like 
the the first project that I ever did with you was actually the sales was a sheet sales yeah tracker. the sales tracker yeah. so I did that in a day or two days I forgot yeah <laughs> you were able to make it in a day it would have taken me weeks because I'm just gonna procrastinate <laughs> yeah so I was just thinking that's okay so this is gonna be like my daily routine like organize sheets organize files and then boom let's do marketing. <laughs> Okay, I'm like, okay, let's do that too. I've been having so much fun and learning a lot. So hopefully in like a few years time, five years, being part of the pioneer team or the A-team and managing the departments, um, I mean the production side. And I think the way that Podcastmate is growing now in five years, I think I might still be with Podcastmate. Because there's this different high when you love what you're doing. There's this different rush when you're doing something you love. And you're part of a team that you admire and um, you love uh, working with. So do you think that like the culture in Podcastmate has like affected you somehow? in a positive way? Or how has it impacted you? Um, it has impacted me without me knowing it I guess because podcast mate is very they're very free we're very casual when it comes to emails and communication it's a good change it's a welcome change because I just realized that while working for how many years in the corporate or like in the startup industry I've become a bit boring <laughs> so working with podcasting it's like um i got my creative juices yeah i got myself back and also my um I, I get excited about the little things so before everything was a bit oh, dry and boring and it's the same old routine now it's just i get to spice things up i'm happy to hear that because while i'm imagining um building my team First, number one thing that I want people to feel is that they're excited. Because who is excited about work? I guess 95% of people aren't excited about work. And I do not understand why. So if I can at least be part of that 5% and have my, my, my teammates feel excited about working, I think I'm doing some service for the world. <laughs> but also, it's kind of like a rebellious culture. And I'm naturally a rebellious person. I don't understand why a workplace has to be boring. has to be like where you can't express yourself, where you're not allowed to say your opinions. Where like, I just don't get like, why not? I put huge importance in freedom. It's important for me that when you show up in podcast, mate, you feel excited, you feel full. Why? Because you outside, you were able to like get these good feelings, right? And then you come to podcast, show up in podcast, mate, and you bring this with you. I guess with podcast, mate, we all break. I encourage you to break the rules, <laughs> which <laughs> it's sort of like, well, why are we not breaking rules here? What rules are can we break more? There's an FB ad about Masterclass that I saw on Facebook, and this guy is a graphic designer. He was saying something about graphic design and something like, if everyone is accepting your design or accepting your artwork, you're not doing art. Because you should either get a negative or a positive, not completely positive. That means you're not triggering anyone. 
And so you have to break rules. You have to rebel against what is what is already acceptable. Like there has to be a way where you're able to really express yourself truly. And then that's when art comes out. And that's what what I'd like for people to feel in podcast mate. That is why we're able to actually have these ideas and stuff because there are no rules. But also it's more about, okay, tell me how you think. What do you think about this? What are we thinking wrong? Is there something wrong that we're doing? What do you suggest instead of, no, we think this way, la, 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 Yeah. But some people would say, like, ah, this team doesn't have structure. I mean, we do. We have structure. We believe in structure, but we also believe in creativity and, you know, triggering. That's what you mentioned earlier. Triggering emotions. So, yeah, it's not just about structure, I guess. There should also be an aspect where you rebel, <laughs> where you go against the norm, <laughs> go against the structure, yeah. I feel like if you have so many rules for me, I'm walking away. What's the point of this? Like, you're imprisoning me. I feel like being, I feel imprisoned. I feel like being choked. Suffocated. Yeah, suffocated. Yeah, I feel imprisoned and suffocated. And so I don't like to think about rules. Rules feel so debilitating. So how should I think about this? How do I make sure that I'm still living a life that has values and stuff? And so it was more like, no, I don't have rules, but I have non-negotiables. So I have so much flexibility, so much freedom, but I have 10 non-negotiables that I will never go, I will try to not you know, um, well, it's non-negotiable for reasons. It's non-negotiable. <laughs> non-negotiable, it's non-negotiable that you will not negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's like non-negotiable. Like trust, honesty, for example, is a big deal for me. It's a non-negotiable. You know, if I don't have that, then I'm out, right? It's also kind of the same thing with how I chose podcast mate, Because... I also had my negotiables and non-negotiables because I was in recruitment, right? So I also, we also had that list, like if you fit into a certain culture, what's your negotiable, what's your non-negotiable. And when I was looking into podcast mate, I was also thinking of the list that I had for going into something, something else, another project, I guess, another company. Um, because for years, I've always been in this structured setup, and I wanted something that would spark my creativity, spark my excitement again. And although traveling was actually, it was also one of my passions. I really love going places. But once I went into the creative stuff, like the creative side, I had a different view. I wanted to merge that aspect, my creative aspect, with my organized side. So my non-negotiable was that it could be creative, but at the same time, there should also be a bit of process, a bit of structure. That's why when I went into Podcast Meet and you were having, like, you didn't really have that organized site. You did, but there was something missing. So my negotiable was actually that it's a startup that's into the creative aspect, the creative industry, but 
I would want to, like, if you don't have any structure, that's fine. At least I could help you with it. So my non-negotiable was the freedom, the flexibility. So I, if you're not into, like, my flexible schedule, then why would I even go into, you know, yeah, what's the point? That's why I went into podcast mate because I wanted freedom and flexibility. Yeah, I think right now we're slowly taking shape, most especially our processes, because we're going to have to have processes. However, if I was forced to think about it, to think this way at the early early stages or early phases of the company, I would have said no, not yet. Because it would take time. It's like when someone tells me how to do something, I'm not going to do it just because you told me so. I need to like think about it, process it in my head, um, juxtapose it against my current principles. And then <laughs> once I'm able to justify it to myself, then I will give it a try and see what happens. And that's what I did. And so this is how we are now. And of course, you know, since we are a startup, we also have to learn from people. Like while I'm trying to continuously grow the company, I also have to learn what the best companies do, the best practices. And one of the companies that I model from well, the main company that I model from is Patagonia. It's like completely non-traditional, but it works. Everyone is happy. Everyone is thriving. Everyone is performing without having to... It's like there's a certain automatic psychological contract where you just perform because... I guess this is how I would think. Because I don't want to disappoint someone who gave their trust to me. Even like right on the get-go, if you already trusted me and you saw something in me that you knew that I could do this, I will make sure I will exceed your expectation because I want to make sure you keep trusting me and trusting me and trusting me. Because once that's like spoiled, it's done. Like, done. Yeah, going into podcast mate, I didn't really think that I would be working with someone who has the same mindset as me because I was thinking, ah, I'm just going to be a virtual assistant. I'm just going to do paperwork and admin stuff. Then I realized, mm-hmm, I realized that actually we we're on the same wavelength. That's why it's the months that I've been with the company. It's not, it's like, feels like years <laughs> with you. And I really thank you. I, I, I appreciate the trust that you've given me and you constantly push me to do things that I'm, you know that I can do, but I'm just afraid to try <laughs> because I need that push. Like, I need validity from someone who recognizes my talents and my strengths. <laughs> so, thank you. Working with PodcastMate allowed me to make bold moves and test the boundaries of my creativity. Before joining the A-Team, I thought that I just excelled in Google Sheets, business communication, and management. But once I joined the team, I realized that I could do more than that, that I could create stunning pieces of digital artwork and manage projects at the same time. So this year, I decided to test myself even more. 
this is Cheryl. I'm the head of operations for Podcastmate. Around October, November of last year, Brian decided to focus on his local projects in the Philippines. So this time, Podcastmate was all up to me. Was I up for the challenge? Of course, yes. But did I have it in me? I had no idea. I guess there's only one way to find out. Michael and I'm handling podcast mates marketing and social media design. Hi, I'm Ian and I am the video editor for Podcastmate. Hi, so my name is Sevi and I'm Podcastmate's marketing video editor. While I do most of the marketing videos, I also get the chance to work on client projects. My name is Brian, and I work for PodcastMe as a podcast producer. Hi, my name is Lemo, and I'm a podcast producer for PodcastMe. The first thing I did was hire a new podcast producer and a marketing assistant. Then I hired a second video editor, and lastly, hired another podcast producer. Clearly, when launching something big, something impossible, it usually takes a village. Doing it alone feels both lonely and draining. I know I needed a team to complete the puzzle, to complement my weaknesses, and to fill up the skills that I lack. This dream of building something out from my imagination and fleshing it out to reality is freaking hard. It's lonely. But who doesn't love a challenge? Well, this is just the first step. But as I build my team of high performers, I feel more confident that I can go out there and meet potential clients. Let them know that we're here to make their podcasting worries go away. So I've started the daily journal yesterday after learning about how this is going to be super helpful once I start my own podcast. Um, my team last night had a meeting about a podcast made radio and right now it has evolved into like half where we will invite guests and then half of it is to take people um, on our podcast made journey. Uh, how it has evolved, how it's evolving so far. Um, so that way they could really get to know like who we are, like the people behind um, Podcast Mate. So that's kind of what I am doing right now. I'm trying to get into the habit of it. And I think it's a really good um, exercise to be able to have an authentic content that is really able to follow or more like it's like having a record of my stream of consciousness right
lead a crowd, you can lead a business, you can be successful even if you work hard. But if you're not sure or if you don't know what you're trying, once you achieve what you would want to do, it would not really feel satisfying or you will never get the feeling of accomplishment. On the next episode of PMR will be our Amplify Vertical. In that episode is a conversation of the Singapore-based startup founder, Ray Paddett, who changed the game of shopping into an environmentally ethical exercise. How did he do it? Listen in to our first episode of PMR Amplify, where game changers and thought leaders share the wisdom to help us amplify our influence in the space we want to win.